Amidst the ongoing tussle between the executive and the judiciary over the process of appointments, a day after the Supreme Court expressed displeasure over the delay in the appointment of judges, the president has approved the elevation of five judges to be to the apex court. Those judges are up on your screen right now. The union law minister, Kiran Rijuju, extended best wishes to these judges, uh, saying as per as the provisions of the Constitution of India, the Honorable President has appointed the following chief justices and judges to the high courts and judges of the Supreme Court. I extend my best wishes to all of them. Mr. Rijuju tweeted the names of the five judges have been cleared by the Center for the Supreme Court amidst a protracted tussle between the executive and the judiciary over the process of appointments. And uh, facing tough questions in the top court, the center had promised a day ago that the pending recommendations of the panel of judges known as the Collegium for the elevation of five high court judges, justices will be announced by Sunday. Let's go across to uh, Arvind Gunasekar, who uh, broke the story earlier in the day. Arvind, uh, this of course comes with the government pressing for a greater role in the appointment of the judges, but um, uh, the the Supreme Court had actually taken an unusual step where they then announced the name of two more or uh, two more judges uh, this weekend. Is that unusual and does that really mean the Supreme Court playing hardball and eventually the government blinking? Yeah, uh, sir, after sitting over the recommendation of appointment of five judges to the Supreme Court for almost two months, today's center has cleared all these five names for appointment of judges to the Apex Court. Uh, president signed their warrants earlier today and the center has issued notification appointing all these five judges as the judges of, uh, of Supreme Court. So all these five judges will be sworn in as judges of the Supreme Court on Monday at around 10.30 uh, a.m. in a ceremony inside Supreme Court. So the Supreme Court Collegium had recommended all these five names sometime in the, on December 30th and center sat over these names for almost two months and that's why Supreme Court took note of the delay of, of clearing these names on judicial side. They issued notice to the center government. They asked the center government in a clear-cut way, why is there a delay in clearing these names? In fact, center wanted an answer uh, from the center and they asked the attorney general to ensure that he personally intervenes and then gets uh, get it, all these five names cleared so that appointment can be done at earliest and in an, in an unusual manner, Supreme court took this a delay on the judicial side and that's why they brought the attorney general to the courtroom and they had asked for a uh, clarification answer from the attorney general and that's why the attorney general told the Supreme Court that he personally that he will intervene and then he will make sure that all these five names get cleared as early as possible. So uh, in February first week Supreme Court had also uh, recommended two more names uh, for appointment to the apex court and that's why Supreme Court came up with the condition saying that the first five names that were recommended mm -hmm. in the December second week should be cleared first before center considering these two names and that that resulted in supreme uh, center uh, moving uh, fast with the names that were recommended on december 13th and then today we did see center uh, notifying issuing notification for all these five judges so with uh, with appointment of these these right. five judges so the strength of the supreme court will also increase and then all these five judges will be sworn in as judges of the supreme court on monday at around 10:30 a.m. right after that all these five judges will assume office and they will start hearing cases on monday itself 
and we'll only then have two vacancies left. Correct, Arvind? Thanks so much uh, for that. Let's uh, bring in our panelists tonight on left, right and centre. We have Sanjay Hegde, Senior Advocate of the Supreme Court, Professor Fezan Mustafa, a constitutional expert, Ranveer Singh Patania, an advocate and spokesperson of the BJP, Nashantosh Shrivastav, advocate of the Supreme Court. Sanjay Hegde, let me ask you uh, what I uh, was uh, asking Arvind over there. Uh, the Supreme Court, uh, usually the Collegium waits for a file to be cleared first before sending more recommendations. But in this case, they said, you know, you have these five waiting, but we're going to recommend two more. And first, these five have to be cleared. Really, all this uh, hardball games, I mean, not uh, seeming, not uh, seemly for uh, the executive and the judiciary. I do agree that uh, it is not seemly. There shouldn't be this kind of uh, public posturing on either side. Uh, the Supreme Court had recommended these five names. Two more names have been recommended later, and uh, there are seven vacancies. Yeah. But what is more important to note is that there are further vacancies which will rise uh, in the next few months. There are five more. So the Supreme Court is a constantly changing, has constantly changing personnel at its head. Now, the question is, these are routine things. Routinely, do you know who, who, who is the commander of the army in the Eastern Command or the Western Command? Institutions must be allowed to have their personnel. Now, this hardball thing, I do not entirely agree with your news report. Okay. Because uh, at, the at the hearing itself, the Attorney General had informed the court that uh, these five names would be cleared in a couple of days, and they have been. But uh, the court did uh, tell the Attorney General that uh, it also has great problems with its transfers not being executed. You know, again, in the interests of justice, various judges have been transferred from one court to the other. Yeah. If the center sits on those files or if the center gives an impression that despite the collegium recommending a transfer, the transfer is not allowed to happen. For instance, the Chief Justice of uh, Orissa yeah. has been transferred to Madras to take over as Chief Justice. And he will have a few months there as Chief Justice of Madras. But uh, there are, uh, have been some very powerful people uh, of Tamil origin who seem to have a problem there. Now, if it can be seen that any other agency can influence transfers, then institutional integrity gets imperiled. And that is why the Supreme Court said that maybe we'll have to take certain measures to yeah. see to it that uh, things happen fast. Institutional integrity, we're talking about independence basically over here, Mr. Patania, Ranveer Singh Patania. All of this unnecessary politicizing of the appointment process in the emergency, we saw the Jansang, many of today's BJP leaders protesting against the politicization of the judiciary, against Indra Gandhi's subsequent attempts to promote judges who, you know, reportedly favored her. But what's the difference today? With the BJP is in power, it seems like it wants to do the same. Uh, my strict and I could say right from the nose, my objections to this had come in. The independence of the judiciary is the most sacrosanct thing which the constitution of India promises. But the other part of the affair remains that India is only the constitutional democracy in the world where judges appoint themselves as judges. There is the cosmopolitan principle of law that nobody could be a judge of his own case and judges are appointing judges in uh, India. The, the 
the position under indian constitution article 124 the power to appoint judges is is with the union government in consultation with the cgi then ultimately 1981 case the 1993 case and ultimately 1998 case the collegium uh, uh, the collegium was put in place and accordingly the national judicial appointments commission and then ultimately the 2015 Uh, judgment there's not a question of rift we just want to confabulate we don't want to confuse we want to discuss and deliberate we don't want to dispute and we is don't that, want to is that uh, true discuss and deliberate because there seems absolutely. to be something rude and you know really unpleasant in the absolutely. way that the government seems to be going around the task of demanding uh, a big say basically you're demanding a say in the appointment of judges in constitutional courts no. you hear salvo after salvo that seems unbecoming of a law minister today again he's uh, the you know the latest salvo is that the public is the master that's the latest swipe really if you put it at against the supreme court isn't there a better way perhaps we can all agree or to to disagree that the collegium system does need reform maybe it does need more transparency more independent process but is the manner in which the government is carrying out this campaign is that worrying sara sara this is this is the basic bottom line that no question of rift no question of firing selvos our constitution itself specified three independent organs a system of checks and balances nobody is supreme and supreme is the constitution of india so a system which is being increasingly being becoming opaque a system we don't want to be encapsulated in a sort of cocoon so law is never law is never cast in stone law is never static it is dynamic so it evolves with the with the changing social conditions with the changing political atmosphere and with the new developments which are which are emerging on the national and on the international scene also my our point remains that we want to generally we want to reform this impression should not go but a section of uh, never minded a section of reports a section of legal reporters they have tried to paint it as so a reform so if you genuinely absolutely. want reform let's bring in ashantosh shivastav if you uh, genuinely want reform and you want some political control or involvement or say why not have it be uh, partisan for example ashutosh trivastava where's the opposition having representation why solely with the government is that not dangerous at least if you have um, you know a joint government and opposition representation at least as a check on the ability of uh, the government to ap- appoint pliant judges uh, see the entire issue arose uh, uh you know after uh 1993 when the collegium system was adopted by the supreme court itself though the law is very clear that there is no collegium system either in article 124 of the constitution of india or there has not been any provision uh, made by the parliament for the appointment of judges so far as the collegium system is concerned and this is what was raised uh, uh, by the law minister uh stating that uh, uh, that uh, there has to be some reform there has to be some other way out which could uh, bring the uh, transparency and uh, speedy appointment of judges this is mm. what was said now uh, if we talk about these appointments today which has happened after two months now it is again the supreme court order itself in 2021 uh, which uh, made the timeline of 18 weeks for the the completion of the procedure for the appointment of judges so that is that comes more than 4 months now the government itself has done within 2 months i think uh, that is appreciable because it takes time uh, they also have to understand as to who are the people who are to be elevated to the supreme court judges it, it should not be just a stamp by the government that 
uh, the recommendation comes and they just do and uh, the matter is finished mm. so uh, you know so then uh, would you agree that, that at uh, least it shouldn't be a just a stamp but could there at least be not the government that is saying could they have uh, some opposition involved in this to have actual uh, yes. share uh, you know fair balance and checks and balances in place Yes, this is what was said. No, that uh, when the Supreme Court has already uh, made this collegium system, which was never there in the uh, Constitution, and which was is that also true, not uh, there Mr. by the. We have Professor Fazan Mustafa. Is that true that this was never there in the Constitution? Yes. Yes. Uh, if you go by yes. the text of the Constitution, definitely this word collegium is not there. Hmm. but as i have been writing that article 124 and constitution prefers to have a wider consultation now this consultation the president of india is supposed to do with the chief justice of india with the other judges of the high court and the judges of supreme court now to formalize this consultation yeah. the supreme court said initially that it would be the chief justice and two judges and three judges and then they made it five judges the worry is that if you look at uh, the modi government so to say its first major constitutional reform was national judicial appointment commission yeah and keep it in mind that there was a unanimity of opinion in the parliament all opposition parties spoke in one voice against the collegium so njc was passed unanimously in lok sabha yeah and in rajya sabha with near unanimity with only ram jeth malani you know voting against it so the political class is definitely with government on this issue that the government should have some, some say, say in the appointment of the judges now what surprises me that after uh, njc judgment yeah. where supreme yeah. court struck down both the constitutional amendment as well as the law yeah the government did not really create problem in the appointment of judges except some cases here and there so gopal subramaniam you know they had an issue they had an issue with justice km joseph generally the recommendations of the collegiums were That's very easily yeah. and timely cleared in fact justice gagoi was able to appoint as many as 14 judges justice ramanna was able to appoint you know uh, 11 judges nine judges in one go and mm. two judges in about uh, 48 hours or so yeah so that's why it's looking that the court is taking more time and it is looking that it was there was some kind of a tussle because uh, there were statements made by the law minister but law minister is a very sincere minister he is not talking about the names recommended mm-hmm. he is on a larger issue that should there be a kind of a review and rethinking on the appointment right. of judges All right. and the clarity only recently came sara when he said that i want some kind of a screening committee hmm. in which there will be some representation of the state governments for the high court and some representation of the center and of course the collegium will not be bound by the screening committee's recommendations so i think uh, for a constitutional democracy like ours Okay. Uh, there has to be some say of the government and it is good if we can debate that how we can improve civilly. the collegium system it's good if we can debate that civilly uh, sanjay hegde so uh, uh, can we can anyone disagree that the collegium system doesn't need reform because well, right now is it true is... that you only have a system where the judges can appoint 
you know, for their cronies if needed. That is, that, that is a misnomer. Judges don't appoint judges. It is the government of the day that appoints judges. Judges recommend people for appointment. Those recommendations the government can defer with. They can ask for a reconsideration. Hmm. But if it is reiterated, that appointment has to go through. This is a measure of judicial independence that the judges have brought about during the Congress regime, mind you. That was when hmm. Ram Jetmalani said there are two kinds of uh, judges. Those who know the law and those who know the law minister. So now, probably the law minister wants judges who know the law minister. And that is exactly what this fight Ranbir is about. Ranbir Singh Kotania, come in, come in over there. But is, is there a problem if you, the, if the, if at the end of the day, if we've de delegitimized the institution. Is that not worrying? Is that not a slippery slope? For example, Absolutely. we've seen the government's response to that BBC documentary on the Gujarat riots. The response has been that the Supreme Court cleared the Chief Minister uh, Modi in the Gujarat riots. Now, if the centre is going to appoint judges, won't, won't we reach a stage that, you know, even judgments like that can be questioned? Where does it end then? Sarah, uh, first of all, we all have due respect to the Honorable Supreme Court as well as all the courts across the country. And we are a big harbinger and a big, we could say, proponent of the independence of judiciary. But my, with due respect and with due objections to what Mr. Sanjay Hegde says, the role of the government is just of a punctual postmaster in the matter of appointment of judges, or we could say an ever-ready rubber stamp. The government, the virtual appointing authority, Article 124 uh, uh, says, the power to appoint judges is with the union government. But what in practice is going on? The Honorable Supreme Court can, if if they reiterate the name of a judge with certain objections, they can overrule the objections of the government also. They, they can overrule the inputs and the reservations of the government also. And once they reiterate their recommendation, it has to be, it has to be in all cases, be followed in letter and spirit by the president's office and by the union government also. So we we just want to, we are not saying that this is a faulty say, we need to discuss and deliberate. We say the, the sanctity of article 124 needs to be discussed. We don't say there are the, we, we are not with a, we are not with a blanket statement on it that article 124 has been read in brief. Not at all. Just we want to discuss. Okay, we, we want, want to, to discuss. All right. Last 30 we seconds. Last yes. 30 seconds, Sanjay Hegde, and then we're out of time. That is like um, what Mr. Patania is doing is to say that, you know, we can discredit uh, uh, a woman, for instance, by saying that she's a very virtuous woman. They, these are allegations against the judiciary as a virtuous institution. We want to discuss. We want to discuss. Are they on the virtuous path? Are they are they only appointing their, their kit and kin? Are they only appointing favored people? There is we never a deliberate campaign to delegitimize the judiciary and I really fear that they are succeeding. Those are ominous words. Thank you so much. This is not the last we've heard on this. We'll continue to discuss this topic. Thank you all for joining us for tonight.